I'm Crystal Escobar. This is episode number 59, Dealing with Overwhelm. Welcome to the Wannabe Balanced Podcast, encouraging you to become the best version of yourself as you strive for balance in motherhood and business. Self-made millionaires, Sean and Crystal Escobar, will help you discover your passion and offer valuable insight into how you can make your dreams come true. And now your host, author, blogger, YouTuber, and wannabe balanced mom, Crystal Escobar. Well, hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you are all having a wonderful summer. It's been a while since I've been here and as promised I told you I would finish up this season the last two episodes of season three and I'm here to do that next week or maybe in a couple weeks I'll have Sean here with me to do episode 60 to finalize season three officially and then we will start up again with season four in mid to end, probably end of August once the kids are all settled in school and I'm ready to focus on work stuff again because, oh my gosh, you guys, it is crazy. My youngest, Owen, he's five and he's going into kindergarten. So life is changing. Life is crazy. As many of you know, we were trying to conceive about two years ago. I got my tubes tied like three years ago four years ago maybe and then I got the reversal (laughs) changed my mind we tried to have a baby for about six to eight months and then so much changed our whole faith crisis happened um, and just a lot has changed and so we we stopped trying to have a baby about a year ago and Sean officially well he made it official (laughs) He went and got a vasectomy and he was not happy about it. (laughs) Some of you may have saw my Insta story. Yeah, he wasn't a happy camper, but we're getting through it. (laughs) He's going to be okay. But yeah, it's official now. That door is closed and we're getting older. Our kids are getting older. We are officially going into the next season of our life. And I feel very much at peace with it. Anyway... The summer's been great so far. It's been busy. We got back from St. George. We live in two homes. We live in Salt Lake for the summer and fall and a little bit of winter. After Christmas, we head back down to St. George to enjoy the warmer weather. And as you can imagine, it is kind of complicated to live in two homes. And not complaining really because it is... A luxury to live in two homes and we really enjoy it but it is hard to manage two homes it's hard to do all the packing and the unpacking if you're gonna when you're packing up for six months it requires a lot of thought and preparation so it can be very stressful <laughs> when we got to Salt Lake in about three weeks ago I had a meltdown because <laughs> Well, the meltdown actually started in St. George, packing up and just feeling completely overwhelmed with all the stuff that we have. I mean, really, this is like 13 years of accumulated stuff. Over the years, I have gotten rid of things, but I don't know how we accumulated so much stuff into homes. So I was looking around, feeling completely depleted and overwhelmed, 
packing up from St. George. And then once we got to Salt Lake, I felt even more overwhelmed because we're piling in bins and bins of all of our stuff. We have to pack all the kids' clothes because they grow out of them so quickly if we're going to be here for half of a year. All their shoes, all their jackets, any snow clothes, uh, different things like all the electronics, the pantry, the fridge, the freezer, it just, it's a lot of stuff and it's very overwhelming. So once we get settled, we really do enjoy doing this, but it is not a fun process. And I, I have more of a tendency to get overwhelmed because I see clutter. That's all I see. And Sean, he's just, it's so great. I sometimes envy him because he doesn't notice the clutter and it doesn't stress him out and it doesn't, he never gets overwhelmed about it and he just lives his life. And I love that. It's so great. He's good for me. But I also, um, I do think I'm good for him too <laughs> because I, we, you know, we balance each other out. I think that he likes to, he likes to really enjoy life and play and, and have fun with the kids, which I totally admire, but I like to get things done. I'm constantly trying to organize, declutter, and I'm a busybody. So there's the pros and the cons to both, really. So we really do balance each other out. So once I got here, I, yeah, I had a meltdown and I want to explain to you some things that I learned through this process, how I'm managing the overwhelm, how I'm getting some things done little by little, and still being able to enjoy the summer. So I let myself have my meltdown for a few days, and Sean had to deal with it. It was not fun. It was not fun, you guys. <laughs> there was a lot of anger and hostility and just this this negative tension that we had for a good solid week. And, but we got through it. <laughs> so what I had to do when we got here and first I had to just have my little meltdown and cry. And then, uh, then I had a good night's sleep, woke up the next day and was like, okay, how can I really simplify and not be so overwhelmed with this process and with all the stuff that we have? Of course, the answer is to get rid of stuff. So that's exactly what I have been doing over the last couple of weeks and like really get rid of stuff. I've never got, I've never really tackled our stuff the way I am now. And I think I'm just in a, in a place where I'm, you know, with the whole faith crisis and everything, I just feel like I just want to let go of the past and move forward. And one of the ways for me to do that is to really just get rid of everything like as much as possible. I'm, you know, this might hurt some people to hear me say this, but we're getting rid of all the Christ pictures. Not that I don't love Christ, but it's just, it's triggering for me right now. You know, maybe we'll invite Christ back into our home when I'm good and ready. But right now it just reminds me too much of, of my experience with the church, which yes, there are some very beautiful things about it, but when you when you go through something like this, it really does shake up your whole entire world. And to me, the best feeling right now is to just let it all go. Get rid of it all. I'm I'm purging it all. And little by little I'll build back what feels good to my soul. So that's what I'm doing. And so th yeah, so that's what I did. That was my first step was to make 
a list of all the things that I need to do, but mostly all the things that I want to balance each day. Because of course, I don't want to spend my entire summer just decluttering my house. I want to try to make summer fun for my kids too while they're home. I decided that yes, I'm really going to tackle the house. That's like, I want to go through the entire house, get rid of as much as possible, only keep the things that, like Marie Kondo says, that only that spark joy. I'm really just implementing a lot of what Marie Kondo has taught me. <laughs> She's been awesome. I love um, her book and the Netflix series that she has right now. I've been I've been really learning a lot about how to simplify. So I broke up the house by room. I've been spending time doing one room per day. Even, you know, closets and the pantry, I've just really broken it up into one room at a time, one day at a time. That's how I've felt like, okay, really gave me such a feeling of calm and peace, just knowing that I had a plan and that little by little, I would get it all done. And it feels good, even though I know that it was a big project to tackle, you know, but it feels good to get a little bit done each day. But one of my biggest takeaways from my feelings of overwhelm is that overwhelm is a choice. It all comes down to what I'm thinking. If I'm going to mope around and have myself a little pity party, that is not going to help me at all. That is not useful to think those thoughts. It's best to just try to be proactive. Think of how you can break it down into little tasks that don't feel so overwhelming. And you can just focus on one little part of your house per day. Just that little bit of progress that you're making each day gives you such a sense of satisfaction and calm. I feel that as I've been working through my house, I could definitely continue to think the overwhelming thoughts because there's a lot to do and a lot of stuff and a lot of rooms, but I am really just trying to focus on one room per day and it makes me feel good and peaceful. That's the goal, right? So be proactive, come up with a plan. You've got to simplify the plan even and focus on that one project per day. Another thing that has really helped me whenever I feel overwhelmed, so I am relating this to my house because that's the focus right now, but this applies to anything that is causing you to feel overwhelmed at this point in your life. So you come up with a plan, you be proactive. Also, as I mention often, visualizing, I believe, is the key component to achieving any goal and to gaining that feeling of peace right now in the moment because oftentimes we can think okay once I get all this done then I will feel peaceful and I will feel happy and I won't be so stressed but you know what you can feel peaceful and happy and not stressed right now all thanks to visualizing visualize what your house will look like once it's all complete visualize the the project that feels right now feels overwhelming visualize it the way you want it to turn out and how you hope for it to turn out and do that daily do it 
every single day. Even write it out. Write out exactly how you would want to see this project play out. Visualize it in your mind. And as you do that, you will spark those feelings that you will have once the project is complete, once the problem is solved. You have access to that feeling right now and it's all available if you can take a moment to quiet your mind, visualize it all being complete and the problem being solved, visualize it exactly how you want to see it and you will notice you will start feeling those feelings as if it was complete. And if you do that regularly, it also ties into the law of attraction and it will all come together exactly the way you visualize, if not better, really. And I really believe that. Also, you can always recognize the lessons to be learned with every problem, with every overwhelming task that you are presented with and there's always something that you can learn from every experience that you go through. And I really think that it's, it's important to shift your whole thought process, your mindset around these problems that you are facing or the overwhelm and really ask yourself, what is it that I can learn from this situation? What is it that this is teaching me? When you look at it from that perspective as something that is exactly the way it's supposed to be, and it's there to teach you something is instead of looking at it as a problem or something that you don't want, you can actually embrace it and really appreciate the lessons to be learned through the whole experience and through the process. So those are my tips. But before I let you go, I did want to share my schedule for the summer. I know we have, we're about halfway through the summer, so let me just walk you through what I'm, I'm attempting to do each day in order to maintain a healthy balance as I tackle this overwhelming project. If I had it my way, I would spend an entire day, the entire day, the entire summer, organizing, decluttering, redecorating. I love that. It's so satisfying for me and it's just, it brings me joy. It really does. It brings me joy. So <laughs> if I could do those things all day, every day, I would, but I'm a mom. I have responsibilities. I'm a wife and I can't just be selfish and focus on and only do the things that I want to do every day. So I have to try to break it up and divide up my time. And this is how I do it. So first, I, I'm i allowing myself to sleep in, which I, I think it would be even better if I could wake up early and have a little time to meditate, read, even do my exercise before the kids wake up. But we've been having late nights and it's hard to wake up early when the kids are going to bed so late. But so I'm allowing myself to sleep in. Sometimes I'll wake up early, which it does create a much better day for me because I can get more done and I feel more um, balanced and more ready for the day because I have all that extra time in the morning before the kids are awake. So yeah, so by the time I get going, it's, you know, they're usually waking up anyway. So what I try to do is dedicate those morning hours and up until about one o'clock to helping my kids with their list. So I have a list for them each day. They, they hate my list, but I love lists. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you guys, you got to do your list every day. It's summer there and they are just very 
angry about my list because they're like, it's summer, mom. We shouldn't have to do anything. And I'm like, you guys, you still have responsibilities. Just because it's summer doesn't mean you just get to be lazy all day and I'm supposed to do everything. No, I'm not going to do that. So I have made it clear to them that they have to do their list every day and they don't always do it every day because sometimes we have things going on that day. So it, it usually ends up being about three to five days a week where they do fulfill their entire list, which is not a long list. I know I'm making it sound like it's a lot, but, and my kids think it's a lot, but all I'm asking them to do is to spend 30 minutes being creative in any form that they choose. And I bought a lot of different things for them to be creative. I bought some new clay, some new markers. I bought some um, seeds for them to plant seeds. And I even looked on Pinterest and created an entire list of ideas for them of things that they can do to practice creativity. And um, so they do 30 minutes of creativity, 30 minutes spending time with a sibling playing a game or whatever, 30 minutes doing something physical, physical exercise, And I give them ideas on how they can exercise or they can go outside and play sports. 30 minutes doing some chores that I tell, you know, certain different chores that that I need them to do, like unload the dishwasher, fold laundry, clean their room, those types of things. And then 30 minutes reading or writing. So they get to choose if they want to write in their journal, write a story or read a book. So that's it. That's all I'm asking them to do. It's not a lot. They think it's a lot, but so I try to designate the morning time to helping them with their list, helping them stay on task and get those things done and, you know, making sure that they're not fighting and arguing because that happens a lot (laughs) with the siblings, right? You know what I'm saying? That's what makes summertime so challenging sometimes is because there's a lot of fighting among the siblings. And not to mention a lot more messes and food that I need to make. So I feel like I'm constantly making food and I'm constantly cleaning up messes and constantly putting out fires with the siblings. (laughs) Summertime can be a little bit stressful, right? So I help them with their stuff, spend some, try to spend some time with them. That's my way of spending time with them. And then I'll make them some lunch and then they can have friends. And another thing that's been quite overwhelming is that for some reason, all the friends just want to play at our house. So we constantly have three to four friends at our house per day, every day from one o'clock until usually about 10 o'clock. So we're feeding a lot of extra kids. And that's another thing that Sean and I joke about how, you know, yeah, we definitely don't need to have another baby because we pretty much have like eight kids. The neighbor kids always want to play at our house, which we love them, but it does, you know, that's a lot more food we got to make, a lot more messes that need to be cleaned up, a lot of more kids that need to be entertained. So it can be overwhelming or you can switch your mindset, which I try to do. And think of it as a party. It's a party at our house like every single day. That's so fun, right? So (laughs) either I can choose to think angry, annoyed thoughts about the friends being at our house all the time, or I can just think positive and be grateful that all my kids are home and that the friends like to be at our house. I like a little peace and quiet sometimes, but for the most part, I do love a lot of a lot going on in the house. I love to hear the kids laughing and playing and running around and it just warms my heart, makes me happy. So I like the liveliness that the kids and all their friends bring to our home. So that's my way of maintaining a positive outlook on summertime. 
So once one o'clock hits, that's when I get to do my stuff. So I get so excited because I have, I have, you know, my one room per day and I love doing it. So I get excited to do that. Once I get that done, then I have my own little list. It's my 30 minute list. And basically what that is, is I just kind of, it's like 30 minutes per thing and I repeat it as much as possible. So it's like 30 minutes spending time with the kids, 30 minutes cleaning up the house, 30 minutes meal prepping. By the time I make it through my own list, the kids are hungry again. So it just kind of works out perfectly. And then 30 minutes like reading or writing, you know, something for me to read or do a little bit of writing, which I feel is important to for me to do. It's very therapeutic and I just love doing it. So and then I do like 30 minutes of like a workout, yoga, meditation, 30 minutes spending time with the kids again, and then 30 minutes working on a particular project or a, a separate list that I have. So I got a lot of lists. I know that might seem a little overwhelming for you guys, but for me and my personality, it really works and I just love it. So <laughs> maybe there's, maybe some of you can relate to me and I'm sorry if this episode actually makes you feel even more overwhelmed because of all of my lists and all the things that I <laughs> I like to do each day. So that is my summer in a nutshell and how I'm dealing with the overwhelm, but I want to switch my word. I'm not going to say overwhelm anymore. My goal is to really simplify. I really love the concept of being a minimalist, but I don't know if Sean's 100% on board, so I'm trying to be a minimalist the best I can without disrupting the way Sean likes to live. So that's one way, you know, in marriage, you got to compromise. So, uh, oh, so before I let you go, I wanted to share a couple Pinterest quotes that I found on minimalism because that is really my goal because I really believe in minimalism and simplicity and how beneficial it can be in our lives when it comes to having less stress and also being able to spark that creativity and spark joy, like Marie Kondo says. You know, it's really all about sparking joy. And when I have a clean slate, when I walk into a room and I don't see a lot of clutter, I feel so refreshed. It, it rejuvenates me. It is definitely easier to access that flow of creativity the way I used to decorate was just a lot of stuff and a lot of clutter. And I realized how much it was bogging me down and how much it was causing me stress and overwhelm. So now as I've been able to simplify and really get rid of a lot of stuff and try to be a minimalist, I am definitely seeing the fruits of my labor. I'm definitely understanding even more now what minimalism is all about and why people are drawn to it and how it truly does calm you and really allows you easier access to that flow of creativity which I'm sure many of you would love to have we all want to access that source of creativity for many reasons not just to you know not just for art or like to write a book or, or like different business ventures or, you know, things like that. It's, it doesn't necessarily have to be just about that. It can really have a lot to do with just simple problem solving, how to, you know, overcome certain challenges that you're going through at the moment 
and how to feel more peaceful, how to find that joy, how to find answers to those burning questions of your soul. So it really has a lot to do with just being able to manage, I don't want to say deal because that sounds negative, but manage the sometimes chaotic things that we have going on in our lives. You know, we can really find that source of creativity to help us through the different challenges of life. So those, okay, the quotes from Pinterest. I'm going to just read them off really quickly and then I'll say goodbye until next week when I have Sean on with me. There is beauty in simplicity. Remove those just-in-case items. And I also love how all these quotes are very simple. Not a lot of words. (laughs) Very short and sweet and to the point, which sparks joy for me, guys. Sparks joy for me. If you don't love or use it, it's clutter. What's coming is better than what is gone. Your home is a living space, not a storage space. So yeah, those are all just about simplifying. Everyone wants to simplify and let's start with our homes so that we can then work on simplifying our minds. Or maybe we should start with simplifying our minds first and then simplify our homes. You decide. Anyway, you guys, thank you for joining me and I will see you again next week to finish off season three. Thanks for listening to the Wannabe Balanced podcast. Get access to free resources available at wannabebalanced.com. If you love the show, then leave a review or share it with a friend. Until next week.